This program is brought to you by W. W. Norton and Company, publishers of Poetry Unbound by Patrick Otuma. Now in paperback and featuring immersive reflections on 50 powerful poems. Welcome to the guest editor Q&A, hosted by the Academy of American Poets. I'm Mary Sutton, senior content editor at the Academy, and I'm here today with the guest editor for January, Tyree Day. Tyree is the author of Cardinal and River Hymns. Tyree, welcome, and thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Let's go ahead and jump right in. How did you approach curating Poem A Day for January? Well, um, I, I've watched these poets calm down inside of themselves to bring up a language only they knew how to speak. Uh, I went about looking for poems that was grounded in the particularity, yet they go deep down inside the poet to express what it means to be human. Um, they have an emotion that can be recognized in the language, no matter our place in the world. Uh, their way of being in the world is reflected in how how their poems are written. Uh, I place all the poems I selected inside this word cloud. Um, and the majority of the words that came came back were mother, become, body, sky, black, road, father, brother, and new. The poems call out to the earth and those here and gone. Uh, these poems make me feel like I want to stand in a circle and hold hands. If you could direct readers to one poem uh, or more in our collection at poets.org that you haven't curated, uh, what would they be and why? Uh, okay, yeah, there, there's so much that I love on poets.org. Um, here are three poems I think about often for how the poems form or enhanced by the content. Uh, Canvas and Mirror by Evie Shockley is an excellent, excellent example of what an artist reveals versus uh, what is the complete truth. Uh, the canvas is what we give to our readers. The mirror is who we fully may be. Uh, we take what we see, sense, and make art. Uh, the term self-portrait becomes the form and content that pushes the language down the page and allows the speaker to access more of the vulnerable self-portraits. Um, also think about Dorian Locke's What's Broken, which works similarly to Canvas and Mirror. The poem's use of listening to push the narrative and create meaning. I love how the poem accounts for the broken things in our lives. I love that the poem makes a life out of that brokenness, which is what we do. And then the last poem and last poet I really, really love, Cameron Ockridge, Cento Between the Ending and the End. 
uh, takes the language of the poet's friends to craft the poem about making a family and its survival. I love how the lines of the poems are in jam. The braiding of the language shows how our survival depends on those loving us. For the clarification uh, of our listeners and readers, uh, Evie Shockley was also a Poem a Day guest editor in August 2018. Uh, Dorian Locks has been a chancellor at the Academy since 2020. And uh, Cameron Awkward Rich's poem was originally published in Poem a Day in August 2018, that month that was curated by Shockley. Huh, that's... Huh. <laughs> not sure you knew that either, but thought, I did not. <laughs> thought it was worth bringing up. Um, Tyree, you studied with Shockley at Cave Canem and with Dorian Locks uh, when you did your undergraduate studies at yeah. North Carolina State, right? Um, just out of curiosity, what are some of the most important lessons that you've learned from these poets, which you'd like to share with our listeners and readers? Yeah, um, I'll say from Dorian, who was like my, my first poetry teacher, just the conciseness of language. Um, uh, really, right, we, a lot of poets, like every word counts. Um, and this idea of writing a complete line, right? Um, uh, writing complete thoughts uh, in a in a line and, and then using that to to craft a line break or a line in to write. So we create those moments of of suspended meaning. Um uh I'm trying to remember Kave Kano. My first year at Kave Kano was 2016, uh, with uh, Evie Shockley. And actually the poem that I brought there was Dirt Cakes that I read. Um I I don't remember exactly I've, I've, I think maybe there was some like narrative stuff that um, uh, that Evie Shockley helped me with, but I don't remember exactly. Um, but what I've learned from Evie, Evie Shockley really is just how to be a poet in the world, uh, particularly how to be a Black poet in the world. Um, and inside of this poetry world that we write in, I th usually that's, that, that's really what I come back uh, to Evie's work for. Can you tell us a bit more about that, about what it means to you to be a Black poet in the world? <laughs> um, I was thinking about that. Uh, I, I guess this is particularly like how I was raised. Um, to to not be afraid to tell the truth. I think that's the biggest part of it. And to tell the truth in front of mixed company, in front of any audience, and to tell them the truth about themselves um I, I really that that's really what it is and that and really that's just about just being brave right um it's literally putting your life on the line right um yeah absolutely um also while talking while you were talking about your three favorite poems on poets.org i was struck by some of the juxtapositions uh that you made uh between concealment and revelation, brokenness, mm -hmm. and togetherness, uh, which I, I think are, are some motifs and themes that show up in some of your poems. In both of your poetry collections, you explore the, the rich legacy of Black identity and ancestry. Um, in Cardinal, 
for example, your, your most recent book, you're writing about Black mobility, um, particularly during the Great Migration and the practices of departing and returning, uh, of reclaiming and letting go. Did the writing of these collections, particularly Cardinal, uh, help you to reconcile anything within yourself that may have been unresolved considering your personal history and mm. our collective history? I think everything I write just teach, teaches me how to be brave more. I think Cardinal just helped me just, just help me leave home uh, so I can really look at home. Um, so most of that book was written in Massachusetts. It was my first time outside of the South. Um, I, it just helped me to be brave. Um, you know, helps me think, well, I don't know if I believe this, but it just helps. It, it maybe convinced me that everyone is not trying to kill me. Uh, which I don't, I don't really, <laughs> I still don't really believe that, but it just kind of helps me helps me believe that uh, a little bit more. So what are you reading right now? Uh, I'm reading right now, I'm reading Paul Tran's All the Flowers Kneeling. I'm reading The Trees Witness Everything by Victoria Chang. I'm reading You Don't Have to Go to Mars for Love by Yona Harvey. Uh, I'm also reading Prophets of the Hood by Imani Perry. Uh, and Show by Douglas Kearney. Uh, and I, I've recently picked up the craft book again, Best Words, Best Order by Stephen Dobbins. That's an eclectic list. Um, what excites you about the poetry that's emerging today? Because many of the people you, you've just mentioned are uh, very contemporary. Poets. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I love when I see poets breaking the idea of what a book of poems can look like. Um, and that, that's aspects of visual art. And that's that's even, you know, breaking the container, what we expect for a container for a poetry from poems to fit into. Um, and, and it makes sense, right? It's, I'm, I'm excited for the time when poetry books are like just on the side of a building, right? And we consider that a book of poems. Um, and I feel like we're, we're pushing towards that. Um, at least I'm trying to push that and push towards that in new work. Uh, to break this idea of what we think a book of poems can do. And what are you working on right now in your writing, teaching, and publishing life? Yeah, so I um, I'm 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 working on a third book of poems that's uh, going to be out in 2024, titled "A Little Bump in the Earth," uh, which explores my hometown of Youngsville, North Carolina. Um, uh, I finished I finished reading Victoria Chang's Dear Memory, this book, which is really amazing. Uh, and in it, they define post-memory, uh, this idea that people have people have memories of lands and people they've never met. Um, and I think that like me being black in America, like that, I relate to that so much. Um, and I think that's what I may be reaching for in this new book. Uh trying to put language to people I've never met who passed away before me, but also trying to put language to Youngsville as a, as a place that, that I might not recognize or, or 
thinking of rethinking about Youngsville as a safe place uh, for the people I grew up around, uh, which wasn't always the case. Um, I, I quote it here. Um, I invoke the real and imagined people, the ancestral dead and the ghosts that follow them, land, horses, snakes, and chickens to create a little black town on the hill. And that's really what I wanted to make. I wanted to make a little black town like the one I grew up in. But like the idea of putting that in a book, right, to make a book of that. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really excited for you all to see the book. This is my first attempt also with like visual art. So like there's a little museum for you all to check out in the book. I'm, again, really trying to break this idea of what we think a book of poems can do. It sounds fascinating, and I'm excited to see it. I'm sure our audience will be excited to see it uh, and much, much more from you in the coming years. Thank you so much, Tyree, for joining Thank me. Thank you. This has been fun. Day is the original daily poetry series featuring new poems by today's poets. Produced by the Academy of American Poets, this free digital series is made possible by you, our readers and listeners. Learn more about Poem A Day, and if you can, please consider supporting this work by visiting poets.org slash give.